listening to the international hit show, The Baby Names Podcast. And here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're sisters too. We are. So the first segment is always interesting names we've found since the last episode. One of my podcaster friends had a baby boy about two weeks ago and named him Evren, E-V-R-E-N. I love that name and I've never heard it before. It's a Turkish name. Shout out to Sister Sue who loves the Turkish soaps. And it means the universe or cosmos. And I also know a guy named Cosmo and I think that's a fun name too, although it always reminds me of Kramer on Seinfeld. I think the reference might be aging out though now, but anyway, I've posted the name in the picture of little Evren on our Instagram at babynames.com with the D-O-T spelled out. All right. Well, I heard of a new baby named Della, D-E-L-L-A. It was her grandmother's middle name, I think this name is beautiful, and the nickname Dell is cute too, or even D. We should also talk about some sports names now that it's football season. Of course, being in Colorado, I'm a Broncos fan. And some first names of players include Cortland, Dalton, and Devontae. If you're a sports fan, send us an email and tell us your favorite sports names. We don't talk about them enough. We did one on baseball last year, so maybe we should do one on football this year. I'm happy to do it. Our topic of the week is not sports names, it's Spanish names. Ole! In honor of National Hispanic Heritage Month, which goes from September 15 to October 15, we're going to talk all about Spanish names. Now, I just so happen to have a Latina daughter. And it was important to us to honor her heritage in her name. We chose Miranda, Miranda, because it was her grandmother's maiden name on my husband's side, like Carmen Miranda. Or Lynn manuel Miranda. Yes. It's actually a common surname in Spain. And now my mother-in-law would always call me Jennifer or Jennifer. Because there was really no Spanish equivalent of Jennifer at the time. But now it is actually morphed into the Latin culture. And I've seen Yenifer with a Y. Y-E-N-I-F-E-R. It's growing in popularity. But back when I was in middle school and I had to choose a name for Spanish class, I chose the name Inocencia. I thought that was just long and pretty, and my teacher called me Eno for short. Well, you're not so innocentia. I was back then. <laughs> okay. Well, I would be Mallorca, like the Spanish island? Yes, definitely, and Yorkie for short. Now, Mallorca, M-A-L-L-O-R-C-A, was originally spelled with a J, which meant the larger as opposed to Menorca, which was the smaller of the islands. Uh, I think unlucky is more commonly the definition of Mallory, or I've heard bad omen. I know, I know, not so great. <laughs> so Spanish naming conventions are a little complicated when getting married or having children. So let's start with having a kid. 
Historically, when a child is born, it would get two surnames, first the father's surname, then the mother's maiden name surname. In Portuguese culture, it's reversed. The mother's is first and then the father's. But the Spanish were also one of the first to hyphenate and combine surnames, and they might do that if they were particularly fond of a part of their family tree or had a super common last name like Lopez or Martinez. By the way, the suffix EZ means son of, like O in Irish, Mac in Scottish, and son in English. So Fernandez is son of Fernando, and Rodriguez was son of Rodrigo. And similar to English surnames, Spanish surnames can also come from places like De La Vega, from the meadow, or occupations like Molinero, Miller, or Herrero, blacksmith. I did not know that about the EZ before this episode. Anyway, uh, aside from the double surnames or triple surnames, if you're lucky, the Spanish would also include additional words if the surname was a noun. Take Peña, for example, which means rock. They would add de la, so the surname would be more of a place name, like by the rocks or from the rocky land, rather than a rock itself. So in other words, they'd rather be Francisco de la Peña rather than Francisco Peña or Frank Rock. Mm. Well, until the 1960s, the Spanish census and the other official registers used the word and in Spanish, or Y, E, to separate the first and second surnames. This was useful when there were multiple surnames and you couldn't tell which was which. In recent years, though, they replaced the E, or Y, with a dash. Yep. Now, in Mexico, as in Spain, women don't lose their maiden names when they marry. However, some women add their married name to the end of their other names, often separated by the word de, or of. A married woman's name might look like the following, with Vasquez being her husband's name. Maria Angelica Rodriguez Lopez de Vasquez. So, if our family had been Spanish... I would have been Jennifer Ann Mooseshoes, and you would have been Mallory Beth Mooseshoes. Yes, our parents' names rhymed. And I don't even know what you would be with all the surnames of your husbands. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm in the habit of getting married. Anyway, since 1990, the Spanish gender equality law has allowed surname transposition, putting mother's name first, as long as every sibling bears the same surname order recorded in the registry. But there have been some legal exceptions. Since 2013, if the parents of a child were unable to agree on the order of surnames, an official would decide which is to come first with the paternal name typically being the default option. Again, the only requirement is that every son and daughter must have the same order of the surnames so they cannot change it separately. <sighs> so complicated. Okay, so in the case of illegitimacy, when the child's father is either unknown or refuses to recognize his child legally, the child bears both of the mother's surnames, which may be interchanged. You mean the last name is not Snow? <laughs> you know nothing, John Snow. Okay, okay. Sorry, Game of Thrones joke. <laughs> this is not Game of Thrones. This is, we're talking about Spain. As far as the first names, traditionally children were either named after family members or given names of saints, which is hugely popular. It's common to have two first names, either separate or hyphenated, rather than having a middle name. 
Although the first part of the name generally reflects the gender of the child, the second personal name doesn't necessarily have to. And hmm. we'll discuss that in a bit. If a boy is named after his father, there's usually no need for generational suffixes like junior, third, fourth, because the mother's maiden name is part of the last name, and it wouldn't be possible for the father and the son to have the exact full name, which is required for those generational suffixes. And as you might know, Catholicism, Christianity is commonly important in the Spanish culture, and their baby names reflect that. Two of the most common given names are Maria for girls, honoring the Virgin Mary, and Jose and Jesus for boys, honoring Joseph and Jesus Christ, respectively. For girls, Maria is usually followed by another name or word denoting a shrine, place, or religious concept like Maria Guadalupe, which comes from a Spanish title of the Virgin Mary, Nuestra Senora de Guadalupe, or Maria de la Luz, and will remove the de la in the names. So Maria de los Dolores, Our Lady of Sorrows, becomes Maria Dolores. Maria de Guadalupe becomes Maria Guadalupe. And it's common for a boy's formal name to include Maria as a second name, like Jose Maria Aznar. And a girl can be formally named Maria Jose, Mary Joseph, like the skier Maria Jose Rienda. She could have the nicknames Marie Jose, Maria Ho, which I wouldn't recommend, Majo, Ajo, Josefa, Josefa, Josefina, etc., etc., etc. Maria as a masculine name is often abbreviated in writing as M, period, like Jose M. Asnan, or M. A., period. It's unusual for any names other than the religiously significant Maria and Jose to be used in this way cross-gender, except for the name Jesus, that is also very common and can be used as Jesus or Jesus Maria for a boy and Maria Jesus for a girl. So as you can see, Spanish names can get pretty complex. Here's a final example of the traditional naming convention. Jen, you better take this one since you took Spanish class. <laughs> okay, so let's say the father is Luis Eduardo Garcia Fernandez Luna Galvan. That Luna's for you, Mal. Luna! And the mother is Cecilia de la Cal Leal Delgado Sanz. Their child's name would be something like Carlos Maria Eduardo Garcia de la Cal Fernandez Leal Luna Delgado Galvan Sanz. Wow. In reality, though, nowadays it's not uncommon to make the names shorter because of forms they have to fill out and computer input. So in modern culture, the child would probably be named Carlos Maria Eduardo Garcia de la Cal, which is still kind of long. Carlos Maria being his saint's name, Eduardo is his given name, Garcia his paternal surname, and de la Cal his maternal surname. Whew, that is a lot of information. Now, to top it off, we wanted to go over the top names in both Spain and Mexico. Here are the top 10 names in Spain by number of births in 2018 by gender. So first, and I'm not going to probably pronounce these right, I think it's Hugo, H-U-G-O, mm -hmm. Lucas, Martin, Daniel, Pablo, Mateo, Alejandro, Leo, or Leo, 
Alvaro, and Manuel. Yep. And for girls, we have Lucia. I really love that name. Mm-hmm. Sofia with an F, the name of my friend's new daughter. Martina, Maria, Paola, Julia, Emma. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That English name popped onto their charts. Valeria, Daniela, and Alba, as in Jessica Alba, which means dawn or sunrise. Okay. Well, other cool names in the top Spain 100 include Rayan, R-A-Y-A-N, Aitor, A-I-T-O-R, Liam, which is number 68. <laughs> that snuck on. Yeah. Unai, U-N-A-I, Iker, I-K-E-R, Dylan, and Dylan. Tiago, T-H-I-A-G-O. I love Tiago. Uh, for girls, Malak, Nuria, Salma, as in Hayek. Mm-hmm. Luna is at it, number 83. That's what I'm saying. India, Gala, Leire, L-E-Y-R-E, Candela, Laia, L-A-I-A, which is like Maya with an L. Or Princess Leia. But it's Laia. Aitana and Africa. Now, I tried and tried, but I could not find birth stats for Mexico. So if anyone out there knows where to find them, let me know, and we will post them along with the show notes. There are, however, many Spanish names on the U.S. birth statistics because of the high population of Latinx here in the States. These include, I'll go over the male names, Angel, Javier, Jose, Diego, Carlos, Juan, and you could say Mateo, because although that's an Italian name, it's also Spanish. Okay. And for female names, we have Sofia. Oh, look at this. Luna, Ariana, (laughs) Valentina, Isla, or Isla, Natalia, and is it Ximena? Ximena? It's Ximena, Ximena, and Ximena Sariñana Rivera is a Mexican singer, songwriter, and an actress. It's a Basque name, meaning hearkening, or he has heard, and it jumped onto the charts in 2001 at number 873, but quickly rose, probably due to Ximena after she hit the music scene, and is now actually number 118 in United States births. How do you spell that? X-I-M-E-N-A. Really cool name. Yeah, you can call her X for short. Yeah. As far as celebrities, old Hollywood actors and actresses were encouraged by the studio system to change their names so they, quote, wouldn't appear to be too ethnic, unquote. And some of these you might not even know have known that they were Latinx. So, for example, Rita Hayworth. Her real name was Margarita Carmen Cancino. Her father was from Spain. I did not know that. Raquel Welch was Joe Raquel Tejada. Anita Page was Anita Evelyn Pomares. Her grandfather was from El Salvador. Anthony Quinn, I think I knew this one. His original name was Antonio Rodolfo Quinn Oshaka, and he was born in Chihuahua, Mexico. Wonder Woman Linda Carter was born Linda Jean Cordova Carter. Her mother was Mexican. 
And I think many people know this, that Martin Sheen changed his name from Gerardo Antonio Estevez because his son Emilio took their original last name Estevez. John Gavin, who's best known for his supporting role in the 1960 film Psycho, is half Mexican. He was born Juan Vincent Apablaza, and his mother was actually a U.S. ambassador to Mexico. Okay, and get this. Sammy Davis Jr. was part Latino. His mother, Elvira Sanchez, was Cuban and African American. And speaking of Sammy Davis Jr., Happy New Year to all who celebrate it over the weekend. Because it's the Jewish New Year, and he converted. Correct. (laughs) I had no idea about Sammy, that he was part Latino. Interesting. I did know he was African American. Okay. He was just multi-ethnic. Yes. But there were also stars who embraced their culture and kept their names like Carmen Miranda, Lupe Velez, Dolores Del Rio, Maria Montez, Rita Moreno, Chita Rivera, Ricardo Montalban, Xavier Cugat, and of course, Desi Arnaz. But those that kept their Latin names tended to get typecast. Now, a good podcast about this is called Burst Your Bubble, hosted by Morgan Jaffe. She breaks down racism, sexism, homophobia, and all the other isms and phobias in pop culture. So check that one out. And, you know, it still happens now. For example, Vanna White, who was born Vanna Marie Angel, her father was Puerto Rican, and his name was Miguel Angel Rossi. Wow. Talk about totally whiteifying your name. That's as far as you can go. As you can see, she did take her father's surname, Angel, and Rosich would have been her father's mother's maiden name. Okay. And uh, let's see. Bruno Mars was born Peter Jean Hernandez. He stated in an interview that he changed his name to Bruno Mars to avoid being stereotyped by the music business. His father is half Puerto Rican, half Ashkenazi Jew, and his mother is Filipino, Spanish. Happy half New Year, Bruno. (laughs) You said that already. (laughs) Well, I'm saying half New Year to Bruno. Okay. That's an interesting mix of heritage, too. So he was kind of like Sammy Davis in that respect. Yes, and James Roday, known for his roles in Psych and now Million Little Things on ABC, was born James David Rodriguez. His father is Mexican, mother Irish and English. Yeah, in an article on Latina.com, he said he was trying out for a sitcom pilot on ABC, and one of the execs strongly suggested that he consider changing his name because they were worried about being criticized for casting a white guy with a Latino name just for diversity purposes. So that was kind of weird. But when you're just starting out and studio execs strongly suggest you change your name, I guess you do it. What was Charo's real name? Charo's real name is Maria del Rosario Pilar Martinez Molina Paeza. I don't know if anyone knows who she is, but she was famous for saying, Coochie, coochie! Coochie, coochie! I actually saw Charo in concert, and she's an amazing classical guitarist, Hmm. really. And I hear that she's an incredibly smart businesswoman, too. So, kudos and coochies to Charo. And on that note, that is our brief overview of Spanish names. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. 
Swimmer Olympian Michael Phelps and wife Nicole welcome their third son on September 9th. Uh-oh. Is this the one with Boomer and Beckett? Yeah, but can you guess the third boy's name? I would say something like Braxton? Nope. They named their third son Maverick Nicholas. He even has his own Instagram account already. Enough with the Maverick already. I'm surprised, though, that it's not a B name after Boomer and Beckett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on, actress Kira Knightley has given birth to her second child with husband musician James Wrighton. No news on the name or gender yet, but the baby will join four-year-old sister Edie. The baby did join four-year-old sister Edie. All right. Well, actor Alec Baldwin and his wife, Hilaria, took to Instagram to announce some very exciting news. The couple is expecting their fifth child together. The announcement comes just a few months after they shared Hilaria had suffered a miscarriage. Alec and Hilaria have four children together, all under the age of six. Ay, ay, ay. Three boys, Romeo Alejandro David, who's 16 months, Leonardo Angel Charles, who's three, Rafael Thomas, who's four, or Tomas, and one daughter, Carmen Gabriela, six. Alec also has an older daughter with actress Kim Basinger named Ireland Elias Baldwin. Talk about Latin names. Those are beautiful ones. Mm-hmm. Carson Daly and his wife, Siri, no, not the AI voice, but an author and food blogger, shared that they are expecting their fourth child. Daly and his wife have three children together, Jackson, 10, Etta, 7, and London, 5. The couple were together for 10 years before marrying and had their first three children before tying the knot. Well, there you go. Maybe that's a good way of doing things. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, actress and dancer Jenna Dewan has shared with People Magazine that she and her boyfriend, actor Steve Kazee, or Kazee, are expecting their first child together. Jenna has one child, a six-year-old daughter named Everly, with her ex-husband, actor Woohoo Channing Tatum. Everly Tatum. That's pretty. That is. Danielle Brooks, who played Tasty Jefferson on Orange is the New Black, announced that she's going to have a baby girl. She also announced a new Netflix social series called A Little Bit Pregnant, which premieres in November. What's a social series? You know, I had to look that up because we're so old. It means that... Speak for yourself. (laughs) It means that Netflix will be showing it on their YouTube page and social media pages, but not on the channel, I guess. All right. Well, different. Let's see. Malika Hawk, H-A-Q-Q. That's known... What? For being Khloe Kardashian's BFF, whatever, has announced that she is expecting her first child. Malika is 14 weeks along in her pregnancy and has already learned the gender of her baby. But for now, she is planning to keep that a secret for a little while, along with the identity of the father. Um, Can I just say she's a celebrity for being someone's friend? I want that job. (laughs) Apparently, she's also an actress and TV personality on the show. Uh, She was in ATL, Sky High, and famously single, but okay. I heard ATL was good. Yeah, that's on my list. I haven't gotten Mm. to it yet. I'm watching the... What are you watching? I'm watching the new season of Bosch. Oh, yeah, I finished that. Well, don't break it to me. I won't tell you. 
For up-to-the-minute celebrity baby news, just go to babynames.com and click Celebrities in the menu. And now it's time where we take questions from you, our listeners. First, we got an update from one of our listeners who wrote in before. Good morning, Jennifer and Mallory. Here's a quick update on our baby's name. Two weeks ago, we had a baby girl. Sometimes mother's intuition is right. And we went with our girl name, Briar Florence. We did decide that even though the name Fletcher was related to my husband's business, that if she had been a boy, we would have used the name Fletcher. Sometimes names just stick with you. Thank you for your help. If we have a boy in the future, we will definitely be using the name Fletcher Stevens. Cheers, Nicole Gauthier. All right. Well, there you go. She was the one who was going to name her baby Briar Rose, right? I think I said Briar Rose. No, she did. And I said it was too much like um, Sleeping Beauty. I like like Briar Florence, too. They're both beautiful. Yeah, Florence is better than Rose. So congratulations to both of you, Nicole. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats. Glad we could help. You bet. All right. Well, dear Jennifer and Mallory, I'm a... What the hell? Okay, let me start and... But keep this in because the what the hell matters. Dear Jennifer and Mallory, I'm attracted to names such as Zarok, Z-A-R-O-K, Nyx, N-Y-X, Lysander, now that's a Shakespearean name, Yeah, and Xavier, the only real good name on this list. Well, according to you. According to me. My friends often make fun of my name choices, no, and I'm questioning if there are similarities between the names. Is this just a phase, or is my taste really as bad as my friends say? Sincerely, Jenna. The only Nix that I know was... <laughs> Nixie Knox. No, was a snake. I, I, when I was doing photography, I took beautiful pictures of this model and her pet snake, Nix. So all I can think of is Nix the snake. I don't know where Zarok comes from. It sounds Persian almost, so I'd have to look that up. I think these are wildly different names, actually. Lysander, as you said, is English, and Xavier has Latin Spanish roots. So I think you're just eclectic in the names that you like, and who cares if your friends like them or not? Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. (laughs) What, you don't want to say anything? Well, what am I going to say? I already made it clear. First of all, Zarok sounds like something on History Science Theater 3000. Nix reminds me of Nixie Knox from Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Lysander, I just don't like it. Um, but Lysandra for a girl might be kind of cute. And you could yeah. call her Liz or L-Y-S for short. And Xavier is fine. I like that name. And we don't know how old Jenna is. She could be 13. Mm -hmm. She could be 30. She could be just thinking about names. Or she could be seriously considering names for her child. So either way, I say if you love something, as long as the child can bear it without extreme teasing, go for it. Okay. That was the expert. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Now the last letter, short and sweet, it says, Hi, I just wanted to know if Dakota was a saint's name. Kathy. Well, Dakota is a Native American name for a group or tribe of people who originated in the northern Mississippi Valley. In the Sioux language, Dakota means the allies. And fun fact, the word Dakota is plural. 
Yeah, Kathy, it, it's nothing to do with the saints' names. Saints' names are usually from the Catholic religion. Um, so I suggest you check out the Catholic Saints Index, and that's at www.catholic.org slash saints. Well, there you go. Okay, thanks for writing in, everyone. If you yeah. have a question for Mallory and me, just write podcast at babynames.com, and it automatically comes to both inboxes. You bet. We love to read those letters, so keep them coming. We do, and we love our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. And we love our big sisters, Sue and Kate, and I'm visiting Kate right now. Awesome! And you can be traveling all around for a couple weeks, right? I am going to go to Illinois next and then Phoenix to visit some friends. Well, have a great time and I will talk to you in a couple of weeks. See you in a couple of weeks. Bye! Love you. Bye. Bye.